Welcome back to the After Dark Podcast, where we debate topics that are none of our business. It's your boy, Black Mike, on the mic. We got Big Stir up top, like always. You know what's good. I got my shades on, so for all the people out there who are saying, yo, this is a nighttime podcast, why you got your shades on? Because I just bought these shits. I just spent $200 on these shits, and they fucking fresh, yo. So I'm going to wear them. That's why I got them on. All right? And that's the end of that. James Oro, shout out to the Instagram ad that got me on some <laughs> on some fucked up shit, yo. Don't you hate when the Instagram ad fucking gets you, yo? I feel like a scumbag when the Instagram ad fucking <laughs> gets me. But it got me, and now I got some new shades, so I'm going to rock them tonight. Stir, how you doing, man? How was your weekend? Oh yeah, I didn't even talk about my weekend prior to this. No, man, I, I, it was good. I, I, I don't feel great about it. I drank every single day. Like I, I knocked down probably thirty something plus beers in three days, two and a half days. So, not happy about that. But I had a good weekend. Played played some pool. I love I love been playing pool. I more. see you back on uh, your with, pool grind, bro. I'm gonna have to fucking. You know, I can't let you get your skills back up. And me and Chad over nah, here slacking. It's 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 getting there, nah, man. Um, it's different when you're definitely when you're a little drunk too. It's definitely like a, whew, it's a whole different ball game. And you, like me and my uh my soon to be roommate uh have like a friendly bet where like we'll put five on each game, and we said if it ever gets to twenty, we have to actually pay out and then just restart it up. So it's like a friendly like you know put something on it while we're hanging out that type of thing. So it's been fun, but. Yeah, man. Super simple. Got back to the workplace on Monday. Had a, I've had a good start. My, my week my week has been great. I already had some good stuff in the pipeline, and like we're moving up in the in the in a good direction. So super excited. Hell yeah! Love to hear it, bro. Love to hear it. Yes, sir. <clears throat> All right, so we got a few things in the dock this week. Uh, before we get into it, before we start the show, and don't worry, guys, I'm about to start the show. Before we get into it, I just want to say, I want to shout you guys out. I want to shout out the listeners, the uh, YouTube watchers, the podcast audio listeners. Shout y'all out, man. Y'all have been really uh, tuning in lately and running the numbers up, and we just want to grow on that. And, you know, this is this is for you guys, and, you know, we love to hear from you. Comment under the stuff. Like, let's let me hear your opinions. Let me hear your thoughts. This is a community discussion, and we'll get after it. But. Be known, if you comment something over the post, I'm going to let you have it. I'm going to come right back at you, but it's all fun and games. It's all fun and games. All right, enough of that sobby shit. Let's get back to the show. So, over the weekend, or I guess last week, Shannon Sharp has been bought out of Fox Sports. And it kind of took, I mean, like, it was big news, but... You know, nobody's really surprised from it. Shannon and um, Skip Bayless have had their ticks and tacks back and forth. Um, before we kind of get into some possible scenarios of where he might land, how that would look, I just want to get your initial thoughts uh, first, Sterling, on what you kind of think about it. Yeah, so, I mean, in terms of, like, um, the whole Shannon Sharp, I, I mean, I've, I've started to – I've actually just recently – not just recently, but over the past – few months have gotten even more in depth in the undisputed and like listening to them because I listen to a bunch of especially with the NBA playoffs like I've been listening a lot it's been about two months two and a half almost three months I've been intensely listening to 
undisputed and also obviously continues to listen to the first takes and the get ups and uh, like the what is it the KJM on ESPN I like there's a lot of ones that I do enjoy listening to because they have different perspectives on stuff but I mean Shannon and Skip still do have a unique uh, way they go about things similar to the way that Stephen A and Skip were when he was on when Skip was at ESPN and I've and I, I thought it was crazy when I heard he was bought out which is just like but then, I, then you realize it's kind of like this has just been a, something that's been lined up for so long. Like it felt like it just they had to wait for the right time. And I think over this past year, you could definitely, like you mentioned, see there was definitely some, I don't want to say tension necessarily, but there was definitely some animosity mixed in there with a lot. Even on national TV, you could see within the debates, they were like getting a little bit too like, it wasn't fun loving. It wasn't like it wasn't like let me get at my boy type thing. It was like I'm kind of coming after you a little bit. Like I'm gonna make sure you know that like I'm saying some shit about you. So, I mean, I'm not surprised. I'm happy for Shannon because Shannon literally could do anything right now. Like he is the hands down the top guy right now in my personal opinion in sports commentary like shows. Like there's nobody higher than him in my personal opinion. Because he could go anywhere, he could start his own shit. There's all types of things, but the ideology is is that no, I was gonna say he has such a crazy personality where it's just like people are gravitated to almost a bit of toxicity. Not saying Stephen A is a toxic guy, because I don't think he is. He's very intelligent, but he understands also how to entertain while also giving people what uh, the information that needs to be put out to make arguments. So, I mean, I'm curious to see what your thoughts are about it. I know you've been a big fan of Undisputed since they started that shit a few years ago, like, um, and after Skip had left ESPN to go and, and work with them. But I'm curious to see your thoughts on it. And, like, obviously, I know you're probably not surprised, but how how is it going to match up now that Shannon's not going to be there at the end of the NBA playoffs and, like, it's just going to be, like, a poof type of effect? So I'm not surprised that the relationship with Shannon Sharp and Fox is ending. Well, uh, I guess I could say it's a little shocking that his relationship with Fox as a whole is ending. I'm not surprised that his relationship with Undisputed and Skip has gone off. There's been a lot of tiss and tuss, but you know, kind of where my mind goes at when I think about <clears throat> what could be the case here. Because like you said, those arguments were getting really personal and even with your boys, you know, you could try and shit on them. But even sometimes with your boys, like, it could get personal. If you just really in the heat of debate, if you really end the debate, it's I'm trying to win the debate at whatever cost comes. And, you know, sometimes you just be spewing shit out and you, they just be going at each other. And you might say some things that you don't really mean to say. But where my head goes at is that that also took place when the cameras went off. Like, if for Fox to buy uh, Shannon out outright, let him walk, if it's a sports, he's essentially a free agent. They essentially just, you know, bought out his contract, released him, let him go, let him walk. That must mean to me mm -hmm. that, you know, when the cameras went off, it wasn't, hey, man, you know, that was a debate. That, that shit got crazy type shit. It, it, when, to me, it seemed like that when the cameras went off, they were still going at it. Skip. Skip, now come on, now Skip. I don't know how. Yeah. I don't know how Skip wasn't shitting his pants, bro. Because some of those times when 
Shannon was like really getting mad. I'd have been like, oh hell. I'd be like, hey bro, you know we just filmed it, right? This is just TV. Yeah, yeah. I had to let him know, like, hey bro, you put the cigar, put the cigar down. This is just TV. Put the henny down, my dog. You don't need no henny Um, right now. You a little too mad to be sipping on some henny. Put that down, you know, go get your oatmeal (laughs) and your little grapes that you be eating in the morning. Eat eat some of that. But that just shows me like that what happened on screen was happening off screen it also just really shows the power that skip holds within the organization because like you said shannon is probably the most polarizing and the most uh meme clippable uh espn or not espn but sports analyst in the game right now i would say him and jj reddick are probably uh, Kendrick is JJ pretty- is going crazy right now, bro. Oh God, I love JJ Reddick. Yeah, so I would say Shannon and JJ are probably the two hottest um, pause sports analysts in the game right now, and um, yeah. you know they're really gaining all the traction. But at the end of the day, I don't think you know. I know that they're you know they got their stuff going on, but I don't think that the draw is there without the playoff of Skip, just like I don't think the draw for JJ is as high without the playoff of Stephen A. You know, even if Stephen A and Skip are no longer the biggest draw of the show, just the fact that they're on the other end catching the heat and catching the memeable clips is what makes people go at it. I think, I mean, in this, and I hate bringing race into it, and I'm going to make it very short and sweet because this is just really, this is what realistically I think that, it wasn't just the personalities of Skip and Stephen A when they were on ESPN at ESPN First Take together that made it go. It was because they had two different perspectives on everything when it came to sports. Genuinely had two different perspectives. And that, that came from the fact that they were from two completely different backgrounds. Like, they grew up differently, understanding sports, watching sports. Not to say they're both not rightfully so super intelligent, super knowledgeable, because they are. I wouldn't listen to Stephen A or Skip or Shannon or JJ or, or, or any of these guys if they weren't knowledgeable, uh, like KJ, KJM. That, by the way, that podcast, that show is great. That show is great. I really – it's becoming one of my favorites. Keish, it's the Keyshawn, Jalen, uh, Max uh, it's a show, radio show. And they get – yeah, they get people to call in and, like, it's super old school. But, and, I've, and I really fuck with it because, like, personally, like, that's what makes you feel connected Versus like always feel like you're debating. They do debate up there. That's that's what it, that's what it's about. Because I got to give it to Skip and Stephen A. They made debating on national TV about sports a thing, and they blew it up. Like it they made Skip's it so idea. crazy. Yeah, I mean, and I give Skip his I'll give Skip his flowers. Skip is is one of the most pivotal points for sports broadcasting. Like honestly, probably in history. Like, let's just be real. Because Skip he's, might be the built, goat of sports broadcasting history. Yes, he has brought in people. He's brought people to the forefront. Like Kendrick Perkins was obsolete, obsolete without the shit. First off, I hate Kendrick Perkins' takes. That man sucked at basketball. This is he Kendrick Perkins at basketball. He played. <laughs> oh, you heard that that clip where he's breathing? He's, he's breathing, breathing every single day, ear, like dog. Fucking, what'd you do? Did you have to walk up the steps to get to your fucking <laughs> mic stand? Like, what the fuck's your problem, dog? Nah, bro. Like, and I, I think it's, I think it's absolutely crazy that like 
he would not have a job right now. Just to be frank, he would not have a job right now without that type of atmosphere. JJ, I mean, JJ would have found him an analyst role because uber intelligent. Um, and that's one of the things that I love about JJ because he uses intelligence. JJ and Skip would not bounce off of each other, bro, because they are two slightly argumentative guys, and they are going to and they're going to use a lot of stats. Stephen A does not use stats when he talks. Like he rarely does. Not to say he doesn't know him. He's making it argumentative because he knows that's what makes shit sell. And I'm not mad at that. But I think that Skip, that whole thing for them, like for Fox to buy out, for them to buy out Shannon, being Shannon is, in my opinion, the reason that show is running it the way it is. I mean, good luck to like trying well, to get the same type of. Speaking of different that's the thing. pairings, you know, who would you say, because. Stephen A. Smith, he made a clip on uh, Stephen A. Smith's show, whatever his um, his own show is that he does uh, on a regular basis. He came out and he said he wanted Shannon Sharp to join the roster on first take, which, you know, I mean, I feel like Shannon Sharp could, like, make, all, make the roster obsolete, excluding J.J., like Shannon Sharp, J.J., and Shannon, or and, and Stephen A., would be a killer show. But do you think, for argument's sake, Stephen A, Shannon Sharp-led show would be bigger than, or not bigger, but more impactful, a better product than the Shannon Sharp-skip-led show? Which one Which one you think makes more headways? That's so hard. That's so hard because Skip, like, like we just said, I mean, he's like the godfather of like sports broadcasting and the evolution behind it over the past two decades. Um, man, that is so tough, man. Genuinely, like I, I, I almost want to say it's genuinely 50-50. Um, I think Shannon and Skip would still do better numbers. Um, either way, hey. Just because I think that that their dynamic is better than Stephen A. and Shannon yelling at each other and getting up excited. That's my respect. Because I mean, just being honest, you got to better pull the white folks in too, not just the black folks. And everybody loves ESPN and everybody loves Fox. But hey, bro, I'm just telling you, like that's that's the way this shit is. That's what that's how marketing works, bro. Like you can market Shannon Shannon Sharp. Like it's like it's it's like putting. Man, I don't know how to. It's like when Dwayne Wade and LeBron and Chris Bosh all played together. Uh, when they came together in the Miami Heat, obviously they won two rings. Uh, great success down there. Chris Bosh got sick, and you know, and I hate that for him. That whole situation was crazy. Um, and then you think about another situation, like where it's like you bring and they're superstars. These guys are superstars in their own right at that at this point, right? Yeah. Then you go. Then you think about the Brooklyn situation. You had Kyrie, superstar, Kevin Durant, superstar, and James Harden, superstar, and they couldn't win. True. So True. I, I, mean, I agree with you because I feel like yeah. I want to, you know, for debate's sake, you know, go at. But I agree with you. I think that. The Stephen A. Shannon, but I kind of take it from a different perspective. I don't think Stephen A. Shannon would get into many like yelling back and forth. I feel like it would be a real like brother commodity 
that we haven't really seen on first take really from the two main hosts. Like I feel like Skip and um not Skip, Shannon and Stephen A would, you know, kinda laugh all oh, brother brother, kinda key key while having uh debates. But I feel like, you know, the Shannon Skip whole debacle and how they were really like going at each other, I feel like that was the draw and it really brought out like these conversations that you wouldn't normally get or like the conversations you have when someone's about to shit on you because your team lost last weekend, the real sports debates. It's it well, I think some of it turned out about the Jerry Jones stuff. Like well, and the sad thing is like a lot of this stuff start to transpire behind things that would happen in sports behind race in sports. And then it's like Skip has his perspective because he's trying to be neutral without being an asshole, but he's naturally an asshole. That's his whole thing. That's his whole shtick is that he's an asshole. Like he has made millions of dollars. That diamond, that chain that freaking Skip wears when he wears the black turtleneck, bro. I'm going to tell y'all, if y'all ain't never seen that shit before, I guarantee you that shit will cost more than multiple houses that you that you're in your neighborhood. You can live in a nice ass neighborhood and I guarantee you that shit still costs more. Yeah, we hate on Skip, but can we admit that Skip is a dog, son? Like, Skip is no, nah, he's a dog. He's the man. No, he's a dog. Like, he really be running shit out here. Yeah, like he he understands, and he's been in the game longer than anybody else in doing this. Like, genuinely, all the guys, like even Stephen A. Stephen A. has been in for a while. Shannon's, you know, been he played football and did all this. JJ's just getting into the realm. There's other, he's a lot of other people, but Shannon's been cre- or not Shannon, but Skip created this shit, bro. Like he made this shit. Like it's like telling Bill Belichick, like, yeah, you're gonna get fired because you haven't won a ring in five years. How the fuck are you gonna tell the greatest coach of all time that he ain't gonna he ain't gonna better be a coach because he ain't won win a ring in five years? He got seven rings. <laughs> like it's it's. Is that, how the hell are you going to do that? Like, that's like, that's what it's like for Skip. Like, imagine if Fox bought out Skip and they're like, yo, get the fuck out of here. I would be like, happy because that means Skip's going back to first take. And I still think Stephen A. Skip is the best thing we've seen in sports broadcasting history. And nothing has even remotely touched that surface. Yeah. The only, and, and the only thing that ever got close to it was the current situation of Skip and Shannon. Theirs couldn't even get the same leverage because they're not ESPN. No I would say that Fox, um, the NBA TNT cast is the closest thing. Oh, that's the, that's, that's the great – I mean, that personally, that's my favorite show to watch that's sports-related aside from uh, – You think that was better than Stephen A. Skip? No, I don't think it's better. But I think I for what say. it is because they're not, they're not on every day, though. Like, that's the difference. They're not on every day. They don't have this continuous banter. They have continuous banter because they're friends off camera. They don't, they don't, if they didn't have, dude, Stephen A and Skip talk five days a week for two hours. Great. Two hours. Yeah. I mean, and they were definitely talking before and after. They, there was times I remember they would talk about they were speaking via the weekend when there's big games. They're talking on the phone, watching the games together via FaceTime, whatever the hell it is. Dude, they were like literally a, a unit, a unit. That's what the TNT crew is essentially, but they just aren't on every day. They're only on when TNT has the fucking game on. Like, and those guys make crazy money speaking of tnt uh shack my boy ftx done got you bro you got fucked. he finally got served <laughs> you got probably certain papers at the arena bro that shit funny as fuck by the way if y'all haven't seen that clip go look it up that shit is oh there's a funny. clip of it the... 
there, well, you don't see the whole clip, but it's just like he like realizes what's going on, and then I guess he per, per, presumes or not presumes, he proceeds to get the guy kicked out who's trying to serve him his papers of the arena. <laughs> That's great. And I'm like, I'm like, that shit is too funny. And but I mean, if Shaq told me to get the fuck out of the way, I'm moving. But I'm gonna give you these papers before I leave. I'm gonna run because he can't run with the shit. But he got bad hips. But, yeah, he got yeah. bad hips right now. He got real fucking bad hips. Them shits. Whew. Oh my god, they're worse than Kenny's fucking knob knees. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, if you haven't seen that shit, that shit's wild. Um, speaking of sports, I mean, I know we, you and I, like, we're big, we're huge sports guys. And, like, some of our viewers aren't the biggest sports people. And I hope we put you guys on that. Yeah, so the, the folks out there that, like, aren't big in the sports, like, that are listening to us and viewing, like, I hope that you guys are considering to be a little bit more involved in it because it is a part of pop culture. It's a part of like what bleeds into the media because some of the biggest stars, the biggest scandals, the biggest conspiracies, everything's around sports, um, sports and music. Those are two things, and they're they're ran by. That's what pop culture was based off of. It wasn't based off of media. It was based off of what these two things brought, being music, which everyone loves, and sports, which everyone loves to some degree, even if you don't understand them. Speaking of sports, because we love staying on this topic, and I'm going to let it roll on that end of things. Uh, the NBA Finals right now is tied 1-1. Um, the question that, I mean, I saw this question, actually, and I'm sure that's where you kind of got it from, too. But right now, if you guys don't know the situation in the Finals, for those that aren't watching, I highly encourage you to watch it. Highly, 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 highly encourage. Might be one of the best. I think it might end up being one of the best finals if it goes at least six games. That's my personal opinion. But so right now, if anybody knows anything about seeding in sports, the number eight seed in the is the lowest seed on one side of the bracket, and there's the number one seed, the number one overall seed, I believe, or the second, technically the second overall seed, because I think the Bucks were the number one seed overall, but. The number one seed on the other side of the bracket are playing each other in the in the Western or in the in the finals. This is the first time that an eight. I think this is the first time an eight seeds made it, and then they won a won an away game or something crazy like that. Whatever it is, right now you have one of the greatest franchises, in my opinion, over the past two decades, being the Miami Heat and the type of culture they've built, and you have a franchise being the Denver Nuggets, who is their very first time in the finals with one of the best players in the world on their team and arguably Jimmy Butler being one of the best player playoff performers to ever play in the game. So question at hand right now is like, who would be more impacted most from a finals W being the Joker who I was just speaking about, who's one of the best players in the world, hands down Joker, Nikola Jokic. If you want to go look it up, that's Jokic J O K I C. Um, or Jimmy Butler and their legacy. What would cement their legacy? Who who would be able to cement their legacy more by winning this championship this year? So I personally, this is this is an interesting question because I do think a championship works for either Joker or Jimmy Buckets. Like it's it's astronomical for either one of them. But I'm gonna have to lean towards the Joker, and the reason why I lean mm. towards the Joker for this finals being more impactful to their career and it being more legacy driven is even though a finals would be huge for Jimmy Butler, it propels him to conversations that he was not being held in, in any stretch of the imagination beforehand, 
not a slight Jimmy's that dude. It just, those conversations just weren't happening. Right. And so, um, I just feel like even if he wins this finals, he gets the finals MVP. I don't know that people really look at him differently. Like, I think we all have gained a lot of respect from Jimmy Butler in these finals. We've all realized that he, uh, you know, we're like, oh, damn, we we figured out we got to put some real respect on his name because playoff Jimmy is a real thing. And he's leading an 8C finals team with a bunch of undrafted players to the finals, got a dub, and he's doing it Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant-esque, just killer mentality, I'm going to rip your soul out, which is my favorite. That's Michael Jordan's son, bro. Yeah, it's me and my dad said. But uh, that's my favorite uh, style of basketball, style of approach to the game. But I just don't think – I think if he wins the finals, like what are we going to say like – Jimmy Butler's uh we're not going to say he's a top 30 player of all time. We're not going to turn around next year and say Jimmy Butler's the best player in the league. Those conversations aren't going to happen. Even if he wins the finals, gets finals MVP, we're not even going to say he's the top five player in the league. Like, I don't think most mm-hmm. people are saying that. And if you say that to me, I'm going to say you're wrong. I don't care what he just did. I'm going to say you're wrong, bro. Like, the eye test just doesn't show it to me. But on the flip side, if the Joker... If the Joker wins a finals, that puts him in conversations that Jimmy can't reach with one finals win. Jimmy would need two to reach the conversations yeah. that the Joker only needs one. He's got back-to-back MVPs, um, you know, and a lot of and he probably is probably showing why he was the real MVP this year. Although I think that one of the MVPs he won earlier. Uh, probably shouldn't have gone to him, so he should still have two regardless. So he's got the back-to-back MVPs, and then he'll have the finals and the finals MVP. The Joker will get put into names where he, well, he'll be one of the baddest, you know, uh, Caucasian boys to play to play the game. I know he's from outside and whatnot, but you know his skin yeah, is—he's yeah. got no yeah. melanin in his skin, so you know he's a Caucasian yeah, boy. That boy would- he looking. He looking. He would be blistering at the beach for sure. He'd be in Wrightville, Wrightsville Beach and be blistering. <laughs> but the Joker could, you know, if the Joker wins, there's real conversations to be had. Is he the best player in the world? I don't think he is, but he's definitely top three, top top five for sure. There ain't no one leaving mm-hmm. him off. There's no real list where you leave Joker off top five, and I don't think there's probably yeah. a real list these days if you leave him off the top three. Uh, but you know the the top five is really loaded, and it could go either way. It's more preference, but he can be in the conversation as the best player in the world. He can be in conversations as a top twenty, potentially top fifteen, but probably more like top twenty, top twenty five player of all time. Just like he's in those conversations because of where he's at in his career and how he can build off of it in the squad that they have. This squad can compete again next year. There's a lot of hustlers on this on this team, a lot of pieces. This is a team, and Joker is leading it with crazy numbers, and he's putting on one of the best playoff appearances as a whole, like through the whole playoffs. His stat lines, they're insane. We have never seen a center put up stat lines like this in the playoffs, let alone the finals. I think it would be way more I think it would be way more impactful for Joker than it would Jimmy Buckets. But I do think it would hold weight for Jimmy as well. Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely hear you on the Jokic piece, and I think Jokic, um, 
I've I've become I haven't necessarily become a fan. I'm never going to be a fan of Jokic because I don't like the way he plays. I think it's boring. I, I I just I don't like the way he plays. It that's my personal opinion, right? Shoot me if you want. Like it's not going to hurt my feelings. I just think he's a boring player to watch. Um, I think their team is relatively boring if Jamal Murray doesn't have the ball. Just to be honest, <laughs> but um, I I do not doubt the fact that he is one of the best players in the world. I that's, uh, I, that's how I prefaced the question in the first place. Um, I definitely think it would be impactful to his career. I don't even, I don't, I still, and I'm, this may be me being not preference on Jokic, uh, but I don't think you put him in top 30 if he wins one championship, just to be fair. Um, I, just being honest, he's going to have to be consistently hit, getting, at least getting back and back and back to the finals a couple more times and maybe have to win another one to really put himself in that Just for top 30? Yeah, top 30 all time. Top 30's all time, dude. It's a stacked list. Like, if we really look down that list, it's a stacked, stacked list. He's got some dudes in back there. to back MVPs, and he would have a finals and a finals MVP. Well, and, and we, and, and, and before I get to who I think is going to be this, the championship would impact more, which I guess you kind of get where I'm going with it, is if you really think about it, over the past, what, five to six years, roughly seven years, People have talked about how the MVPs have become less impactful and how, how people actually look at it. Like, it's not looked at the same how it used to be. How it used to be, okay, you've won league MVP? Holy shit, like, you're that dude. Like, not saying he's not that dude, but not saying Embiid's not that dude, or KD wasn't that dude, or dude, this is a two-month two month season you guys are really playing. Two-and-a-half-month, three-month season. Nobody cares about the regular season anymore. How many people religiously watch the regular, se- regular season NBA basketball that aren't analysts or reporters? I don't know. Whoever like, signed that NBA league pass bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> like, talk to me and tell me you watched 82, the eight, all 82 games. And if you watch 65 games of your, your, your teams, your favorite teams, 65. I guarantee you didn't. I absolutely guarantee it. I know you didn't because it's boring and it's there's no there it's no there's no coaching involved. It's just who's got the best talent. That's all it is. Who's got the best talent? Who's the, that's what happens. So back to the point who I think would be more impact more impactful for and can level them up is Jimmy Butler because this will solidify him being one of the best playoff performers to ever play the game. Point blank period. He's on a great team. He's got a great coach. Like, but you got to remember what he's surrounded by. It's like LeBron esque, not like necessarily Jordan Kobe esque. But I'm saying LeBron and Kobe, or Kobe and uh, MJ, had real legitimate weapons around them, like legit, legit weapons that were proven legitimate weapons. Like Kobe, like LeBron didn't have that his first couple finals he went to. First Eastern, first, first couple Eastern Conference Finals he went to. He had like no, he had Zetrunas Ilgauskas, bro. Zetrunas Ilgauskas. Talk, talk to me if you if you remember what that man looked like. Uh, for any viewers or listeners out there, that man looked like an absolute just demon, a demon that didn't know how to catch or do anything else but jump. And he was seven foot tall. I think this will be more impactful to his, his legacy, and you will put him in the conversation for Hall of Fame if he continues to be consistent, getting himself at least to the Eastern Conference Finals with the team he's got now for the rest of his career. Not consistently to the Eastern Conference Finals, because if you make the Eastern Conference Finals 10 years in a row, good for you. But like consistency and competing at a high level, 
he will be in that conversation. And I think this will push him to be a first ballot versus a second or a third ballot Hall of Famer. That's my personal opinion. If he does that in the pre, so in the if Jimmy, pre, in, if Jimmy wins, if Jimmy wins the finals, mm-hmm. and we roll into next season, mm-hmm. are we talking about Jimmy Butler? We're talking about the Miami Heat and Jimmy Butler and that team. Are we even talking about Miami Heat? I don't know how many people are talking about him if we roll into next season. So my no, thing, I think, I think you're talking about. I know. I, I, I'll let you finish. I, yes, it'll be unprecedented what they did, and you'll have to talk about. It. If you don't talk about it, you're just being an idiot. Just be honest. Disrespectful. You're having to be honest, and then you have to talk about the fact that if the Denver Nuggets do lose, even if it's in a game seven fashion, last minute jump shot hit by somebody crazy, you have to talk about how they dropped the ball on a team that they were superiorly superior talent over them. Superior. Michael Michael Porter Jr. will be the reason they lose this series if they lose, and I'm gonna be like trade his dumb ass with them back problems. But my 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 last my last point here to roll it in <clears throat> would be this. So my last point would be is would would you say Jimmy Butler or Joker is a top seventy five player all time today? You want me to choose? No, 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 no. I was saying either one of them. Do you think either one of them's top seventy-five player all time today? Like, I think, I think no Jokic, results from the finals, like, but just today. Yeah, I think I think Jokic respectfully, even though, like I said, I hate the way. I, like, I really don't enjoy watching him. I've got to respect what he does on the court, stats-wise, and I'm not a big fan of stat patterns. I like winners. I just do. That's who I am. Um, but I mean, respectfully, he would be a top seventy-five right now. Jimmy's not top 75 because of the fact of his career is how volatile it's been. And I'm going to be 100%. That's one of the reasons that I think he's not where he really should be. I think he's exceeded all expectations he's had. So personally. would you have Joker, if you have Joker in top 75, you probably have him around 70, 60 range, correct? Uh, I might even give him a 50, low 50s. Low 50s? Yeah, like I might give him low fifties if I'm like really thinking. If I really brought out, let's like put a in perspective list. that Clay Thompson's not considered a top seventy-five player all time. Well, that's the big. That's one of the biggest snubs. I mean, after the performance in the playoffs, I could see why. But um, prior <laughs> that's to that, not fair. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Clay. I'm sorry, bro. I love you, bro. You're my boy. I love you. Um, no, nah, but. I mean, that was one of the biggest snubs. We all agree. Everybody agreed on it. Like, that was just fucking insane. Whoever put that shit together was probably fucking high as hell and had some good shit in their system. Shout out Crack Epidemic. Um, Shout so. out the Crack Epidemic. My point is, is that Jimmy, if he wins, he's probably put into that 70-60 range. Yeah. Would you agree I mean, with that? Yeah. Yeah, I think if yeah, Joker I wins, I mean, you have him at 50. I think Joker's probably, I don't think he's done enough and done it long enough to be in the 50, but he's probably around, um, <clears throat> I would put him in the 60s, maybe lower 70s if he's in there. And then I think if he wins, he jumps all the way to, we're talking about Joker with KD. We're talking about Joker with those, t- with Dirk. Those type of people, I just think that the like the champion, the a finals win, putting you in those type of conversations is just way more impactful because the way we look at the Joker will be like, oh wow, 
you know, this is one of them. This is one of those generational, we won't see another style like this again type players. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I agree. I agree. I mean, I, it's nothing against Joker. I'm like I said, I don't like the way he plays. It's boring. It's fucking lax. Like, it's just fucking like, that's what the reason I didn't watch the Denver Nuggets even if they were nationally televised. Unless they were playing the Warriors. <laughs> yeah. Just to be honest. Like, I would not watch them. Um, but, like, once again, I'm not a big fan of stat patterns because I do agree he does stat pad sometimes. I'm not going to say here. And I'm, I know there's other players that do it, too. It's not he's not the only one. Like Russell Westbrook when he had that triple double season, he was stat patting like fuck. He was taking rebounds from other niggas like, hell like no. he was jumping over people's heads, grabbing the ball, like, nah, give me that shit. Like, I get it. And you have to do it for your own self. Like, you want to get the contracts, you want to get all this stuff because you're looking for your money. See, I heard this conversation, and we can move on to another topic after this, but I, I heard a conversation, I think it was JJ. Or it might have been somebody else. They were talking about like how when you're young, like in the NBA, you want to get your bag, right? Like you want to get your bag, you want to get that big contract. They're talking about Jalen Brown and like what he should do in the offseason. And they were like, he might go and try to get a bag. Like, because he's worth a bag, respectfully. He's worth a bag. He's a top 15 player in the NBA, easily, easily top 15. And he has every right to get a max contract if he really wants it. Um, but they were also saying the difference is you see a lot of these teams now, like the reason that teams like the Warriors and even Le- some of LeBron's teams with some of the good players he had on their teams, they'll get those good contracts when they're young and then they finally start getting older and it's like, fuck the money at this point, bro. We don't care about the money. I don't want the money. I want to win because that's what matters more than anything because that's, and there's a lot of incentives and in contracts when you win too. That's a fact. Oh, that's a fact. And the money Dogs you make on the back end from winning is, you know, it goes way further than the money you make just from getting that contract. Because the money you make from winning finals, that's never ending. That Those type of endorsement deals keep coming long after retirement. You can you can hang your hat on that. So, like, back end. Why do you see Michael? Why do you see Magic Johnson and Larry Bird and all these dudes in these finals commercials? Bro. It's because they won them. Like, they would not be in these shits if they didn't win. Like, they would not even be in them. Like, granted, that was one of the greatest rivalries, like, time po- time periods for that Lakers-Celtics rivalry. But, like, that's what I'm saying. And I just think, I think Jokic, got to respect him. I, I, I do think that, you know, he could be a lot more exciting and he could probably learn how to play better defense and he could not look like he's fucking trudging up and down the court all the time and make it, you know, there's all, you know. You know, <laughs> that's just me being critical. <laughs> that's me. He, but Jimmy Butler, like I said, would solidify himself as one of the best player performers and probably one of the best player performances ever. And like I said, he's got the backing of one of the greatest coaches of all time in Eric Spolstra. Eric Spolstra, I want to I want to shout you out before I move on to the next segment, bro. When they brought you in with the Miami Heat, when LeBron was basically trying to be de facto coach, and it was him, Bosch, and, and Wade, and you put that team, and now you've won, you've won two rings. You've been to, like, I mean, you've proven me wrong. Like, every ounce of me thought you were going to fall and, like, crumble under these guys, but you literally, like, you brought a team of undrafted dudes. Not to say they're not untalented, because they're definitely talented, but you brought a lot of kids, brought a lot of these guys, money in their pockets and careers that they probably would have never had without you. Um, so I got to give you mad ups for that. Cause that's like, that's more, that's more than any money can buy or anything like that, bro. So mad respect. Um, 
I don't know if there's anything else you want to say on that um, at all. No, you can roll through. All right, man. So speaking of just um, record-breaking, groundbreaking stuff, I don't know if you guys saw it because if you've been on YouTube in the past literally like 30, 30 hours or 24 hours, you probably saw it. Apple unveils the Vision Pro AR VR goggles. So, and I just, let me let me just look this price up really quick just to make sure I'm right. It's thirty five hundred. It is thirty five hundred. That's what I thought. Thirty five hundred. Yeah. That's what I thought. So I'm gonna go and throw my thoughts on this shit like off the rip because I'm not even playing about this bullshit. It's pissing me off. It is pissing me off at this point that Apple can just do what. Ever the fuck they want without no one telling them they can't be doing this shit. They can take your shit and copy it. They'll go like, yup, <laughs> yup, 3,500. Yup, and then five yup. years like, later. Bro, <laughs> like, bro, and they're going to make another one. They'll take it. It's, oh God. Really, the question is, guys, I'm sorry. I'm like, I'm getting, I'm getting flustered. Um, the question is for the folks this evening is, I mean, your thoughts, I mean, who will win in terms of the VR meta It will, or the VR? Will it be meta? Like, obviously, you know, the meta quest stuff or Apple. And can Apple increase interest in the meta goggles by indirectly making these goggles they got now? So let me just give my thoughts and I'll answer one of the questions, right? Go for thoughts it. Thoughts is, is fucking, it's fucking ridiculous. It's $3,500. It's fucking ridiculous. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. It's absolutely absurd. Imagine coming home to your dad, right? And you pull up to the house, right? Hey, yo, dad, bro. Hey, yo, hey, check these goggles I got. You're like, what the fuck are those? Like, yo, these are for VR. It's like really cool. Like, oh, how much those cost? <laughs> and no matter how much money, no matter how much bread you had, no, like, and I know your dad's the same as mine, bro. Like, he'd be like, bro, what? <laughs> like, you look like a dumbass fucking. <laughs> Thirty five hundred. I could see. I could see my dad just snatching them shits off my head and be like, "What the fuck are these, bro? Put them shits on." Like, where my, are we? My dad would be like, "You got ski goggles on, nigga, and you black. You don't ski, so why the fuck you spending thirty five hundred dollars on these shits?" You don't ski, but I think it's absolutely absurd. MetaQuest has a good product. They could have just let them ride with it, but you know, Apple. They had to slide in and just be like, yup, let me snipe this shit real quick. Like, let me just run this shit up real quick. Because you know the celebs are going to be buying it. Now that it's Apple. You, they, they already got the MetaQuest one. They're going to buy the Apple one, too, because they can pay for it. You're going to have p- people out here spending their commission checks. For those that are making those, those big commission checks, shout out you. Uh, that's, that's what it's about. Those that spend that four grand commission check on some fucking Apple goggles, bro. Like, imagine... Like, just imagine that, like, Apple has a literal, they have a grip in our brains. Like, where we, because the marketing's so good, we can't, we can't escape it. It's literally like TikTok on crack, but Apple basically owns it. They own a portion of our brain. They live rent-free in our heads. I think it's fucking ridiculous. And then if you really think, if, if you think who's going to win, I mean, it's pretty fucking obvious. It's, it's Apple. Apple wins everything. They win everything because Steve Jobs, before he died, he said, let me just go and like addict these people to this shit real quick. So my predecessors, the people that come after me, they're going to be like, oh, like, damn, we ain't got to worry about a damn thing. Shout out Steve. He told us the formula. It's like, take it, copy it, take it, copy it, and put the fucking Apple logo on it. Facts. That's it. So 
I also I agree. I think the thirty five hundred dollar price tag it's a little outrageous, a little ahead of themselves. I you know, if I had to make a prediction on why they went so expensive, my personal addiction and or not addiction, predict <laughs> shout out the crack up epidemic. Yeah, for real. <laughs> my uh personal prediction <clears throat> is that the goal for the Vision Pro first gen is not to necessarily sell these out the Wahoo. I think it's mainly to get <clears throat> the product out there, have people looking at it, people seeing it. You know, you got friends who are willing to invest in it. Everybody's not going to buy these. Most people cannot afford. This is a luxury good. This is Gucci. I'm a Louis Vuitton. This this is a luxury. Yeah, bro, if, if you're bu- if you're buying this item and I see you out in the streets, bro, I'm going to literally laugh at your shit, bro. I'm not going to cap. I'm going to laugh at you. I don't care how much bread you got. I'm going to laugh at your dumb ass. <laughs> Facts. So I feel like what they're really trying to do is they're trying to get the product out so people can use it, feel it. Uh, you know, like you said, the influencers can make videos about it. And it's mainly to entice uh, <clears throat> third-party creators like App Store development to really invest in the back end and make some really unique and creative apps towards their goggles. Because I think that like people aren't going to invest in it right now. Meta, uh, Meta is not, you know, they're shit in the bed when it comes to um, a metaverse adoption. They're shit in the bed when they're trying to get people to buy this, try to get people to pull it in. It was cool at first, but now they're no longer using it. And the reason why they're no longer using it is because there's no real world value from the goggles. There's no apps out there that everybody's using. You know, there's some cool games, some cool little things, but that's not going to keep people up there. They need things where they can interact with their friends and everybody's using it. So Apple just needs the product out right now. So, you know, investors can be like, wow, this is a good product. People like it. They're proving that, you know, the people who do have it, they're actually using it and they need to make creative apps for it. Now, as far as who's going to win, <clears throat> obviously Apple is going to destroy Meta. But <clears throat> I saw I saw something that I think it was a really, really strong play. And it was by uh, Jason Calacanis, the host of All In Podcast, host of um, This Week in Startups. And, you know, he's a big uh, capital investor. But he uh, he tweeted out something that I thought was absolutely genius for Meta if they want to save their Metaverse plans which they should just go all in and um they should go all in and collaborate with google and take in the google play store and android and simply market MetaQuest as an android alternative use google play obviously that's not going to be apple out but that's going to keep you from dwindling out to just nothing because i think right now meta could dwindle out to nothing why would i use the, your your goggles when everyone's got Apple right now. And I think the only play for you is to team up with Google, go the Android route, also get the Google Play Store into your meta into your metaverse. So now you have a real third party app store where people can buy apps. You know they're not doing a good job developing their own. So now you got Google Play Store where this already got its own community and users. It's that trash, can transition. Bro. I mean, it's trash, but I mean, they have their own community trash, and users bro. over there. So, I mean, it's the, it's their only play. 
It's their only player. If you use Androids, stop listening to my podcast right now. If you fucking if you was using it, I'm just I'm, don't I'm listen to Sterling. If you use Androids, listen to our podcast because what he doesn't know is majority joking, of our audio comes from Samsung podcast listeners. <laughs> hey, I just want to so let keep I wanna... listening. Keep listening. No, nah, I'm I'm trolling. I'm trolling because I got, <laughs> uh, got a couple friends that have Samsung and they, and it, it it makes sense. I I do. I do want to make the point, and I—that's I, a great point that you made. Made though about because um, that's something that kind of was on my mind. Was like they're just marking the price up, so it is that luxury item, so influencers can put it out there. So it's like, okay, this is cool now, so people think it's cool. So maybe this will be able, maybe when we decide to maybe drop the price, or maybe some casual people, some normal people might invest in it. You know, not normal because if you have thirty five hundred dollars to blow, blow like you aren't fully normal um, in the United States, but. I mean, I just don't think that, like, for me, personally, like, I think we're getting so caught up at this point with the technological advances we're having in, in, in everything now that it's like we're always trying to find the next big thing, which I love. Like, chat GBT is one of the greatest things that's probably ever happened, in my personal opinion, if it's held back we talk talked about this on a previous podcast you guys can go back and listen to it um but the thing is is like for me i just don't see the true value in it like i see the value in like disabled people maybe right like people that can't get up and go do these things like we can or people with illnesses or things where they it's a detriment to their livelihood and like not to say like not to say people like I'm not saying they use it on the terminally ill or anything like that. And even if they did, they shit give it to the terminally ill as well. Um, uh, but it's 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 the the idea that it could be beneficial to the overall health of communities that are forgotten about. And those are disabled folks, people with disabilities, people that have illnesses that are can be a detriment to their livelihood, like severely. And instead of using it like oh this is a luxury item, here you go. And it's like, at this point, it's just a fucking flex. It's not even, it's not even really, like, because I know that in, the, in the Vision Pros, you could be able to do, like, like, virtual concerts and stuff like that, like, which is something you could do, I believe, in the, the meta, with Meta's thing, too. Yeah, it is. But, like, bro, imagine, imagine going to a concert, bro, and there's only, like, 15 other people there because nobody else bought them shits. Like, <laughs> I don't virtual think that's a, I think you, I think they have a camera. I think you see, like, what anybody at the actual concert sees. But I also think that like um Which and that's and that's cool. I I think that like as far as I I like I agree that like it's not I don't see the value in this formation of it. I think they're gonna have to get it down smaller. Um the yeah. VR play the VR play to me is interesting. It's like I think that like that's obviously gonna be a thing at some point, but I don't think that like the people are necessarily too eager for VR right now. Like that's not meta. Try to push it on us. I think if Apple can't really make it cool, it's not going to be cool for a minute. I don't know people necessarily, especially after COVID being locked down for two plus years or whatever, and not being able to go out. I don't know if people are really like in a metaverse bag right now. I don't think that's what they're looking for. 
But the AR piece, I like how you can see through the goggles. It shows your eyeballs and your facial expression, and you can see what's going on, and the screens are just displaying up, which is different from MetaQuest. MetaQuest is all uh, VR and no AR. I think if Apple can get the product down smaller, kind of like the Google Glass was being talked about when that was a thing back in when we were in high school, at least. Um, If they can get it down to something like that and we can just walk around the street and we have our displays coming up, maybe as I walk by McDonald's, an ad pops up where they're like, oh, we're doing two uh, McChicken biscuits for $2 today or probably $5 now because McDonald's expensive as a bitch these days. I spent $11 at McDonald's for breakfast, bro. That's just a joke. I just want to let that be known. Bro, if I'm spending $11 at McDonald's, I'm not coming to McDonald's no more. Are you tripping? McDonald's is like my, like, like, I'm sorry, we're talking about Apple VR, but I'm going to, McDonald's is like my thing where if I'm going there, I'm trying to get some cheap, good food that I know is going to fill up my tummy and make me feel good about myself and feel bad about myself at the same time, but I don't care. But if I'm going to spend 11 bucks, I'm going to take my ass to fucking Chipotle. I'm going to take my ass somewhere else. Like, I'm not coming to McDonald's no more, so I don't know what they're doing, but that's that's beside the point. That's besides the point. Yeah, all I'm all true. I'm saying is, if they can get it down smaller, if they can remove the wire, because uh, there's a wire right now, uh, I think I yeah, think that the, I think the AR piece could be beneficial, and I think that could explode really quickly. The VR piece is still I still need to see more. I still need to see the adoption curve of how people are feeling about it, because I'm skeptical that anybody can really push us. To the v- I'm skeptical that people nowadays are looking to stay in their house, put goggles on, and hang out with their friends, unless their friends are living in different places. I don't know if people are rushing to do that. So that's that's my two cents. Get a dollar back. Nah, bro. Shout out Lil Wayne. Let's, yeah. Let's just be real here, bro. This is for the creeps. This shit is for the creeps. And we know for what some folks mean? out there. That, yeah, they, you know exactly what I'm getting at. This is for the fucking creep creeps, bro. Like, it, it, and I hate to say it like that because I think what they're doing, like I said, it could be so beneficial, so beneficial if they do it the right way. But I want to back up to your point where it's like the Google Glasses ideology, where like if you had glasses like those, right, like the ones you're wearing now, imagine you like go out and you got those on. Like you're going out to the bar, you're hitting the shit with the friends, like hitting the lick, whatever, whatever the fuck you're doing. That should be a vibe, like, because you ain't never going to pull out your phone because your phone's in your head. You got ads coming up the way we could. It's like TV and your phone at the same time, bro. You know what's cool? Like, what would be cool is you at the bar, you see a little shoddy. She looking like, damn, who's that? And like her socials pop up. It's like, oh shit, okay, like that that right there. That might that might be the play. That's the that might be the play. Well, and and you can think about it from and from the professional world too. Like for me, I use LinkedIn sometimes with work to like kind of sift out who I need to be speaking to, like maybe the relationships within the business, whatever it is. And bro, imagine if I was just talking to somebody and it's like, oh, what'd you say your name was? And it's like, Sheila, Sheila Turner. And it's like, okay, Sheila Turner and you work at so-and-so. And it just, LinkedIn just rolls up on like my glasses. I don't have to write nothing down, type nothing. It just, and I can just look in the. That's crazy. Like you sitting at a coffee shop and you just sitting there on your own two cents and you don't even know, like you look beside you. Some random dude, he's he's on his phone. Okay, some businessman. Then you're like, 
Oh, uh, no, that's that shit. That's that dude, John, I've been trying to get in contact with at work and trying to, like, exactly, make some shit happen. Bro. Like, let me go walk up and approach him. And right. There's some play for the AR space. The VR space, I'm a little skeptical at the moment. Obviously, he's going to get there, but VR, I don't think we need it right now. Yeah, I agree, man. I agree. And I, I'm excited for the future of it. I just hope they, like, it's the same ideology with AI. I just hope they don't go fucking crazy too quick. And that's one of the things that I'm not a fan of. I just don't like shit moving too fast. I don't mind change, but you have to make change gradual so it feels natural. Um, and that's what makes people buy. That's what makes people interested. That's what makes people comfortable. And that's ultimately what makes people money. Because nobody buys shit if they don't like it or they don't fucking feel comfortable with it on or whatever the type of product they're buying. Um, but speaking of... Well, not AI. Actually, not speaking of AI, AR, VR, whatever at all. But in terms of maybe concerts, if you want to put it that way, um, our our friend, uh, the ultimate snitch boy, Gunna, uh, dropped a new single called Bread and Butter. If you haven't heard it, go take a quick listen. I'm personally a fan of it. Um, and so Boosie and Lil, Lil Dirk called him a rat. You know, we, we've already had this conversation a little bit. Angle cap. Um, but are you are y'all rocking with with Gunna now, or y'all leaving him back in 2022? Because we had this conversation a little bit. We wanted to bring it back up because, you know, it's just relevant for the time. Yeah, it's we got we got to bring it. This is the first time we've heard of him since he's. This is essentially his first day out. Gave my mama honey rats. This is first day yeah. out single, and you know, it's getting mixed signals out there. So just kind of seeing. Just kind of feeling the waters, testing it out if anything's changed. And for me, like like you said, I think the shit slaps you. I think that shit goes. And he just kind of yeah. like he flowing on that shit. You know what I'm saying? But uh, I I've seen a lot of people. Juice, I don't know if you've seen that one video where an Atlanta club was popping, everything was going, and then they played uh, Gunna's new track, and shit was everyone stopped dancing, dead. And I mean, you can't do that in Atlanta because I mean, like. Atlanta's not gonna be fucking with you snitching on Young Thug and whatever. And I mean, personally, whatever you feel about that, you know, is is his two cents. Young Thug put him on, so if he did snitch, there's a lot of I can see where the um, bad blood comes in between with all the rappers and whatnot. Because like, don't bite the hand that fed you. That's just one of the main rules in life at all. Don't don't bite the hand that feeds you. And if he snitched, yeah. It messed it up, then you know, he messed it up. But I mean, if he's gonna keep putting out tracks like this, I think Gunna is one of those. I think he's one of those rappers in today's game that like, I fuck with his music. I fuck with his music for a while. He taught little baby how to rap. Essentially, he was writing raps for yeah. little baby in the beginning. I think he's really talented. I think if he keeps dropping tunes, I'ma listen. I'ma play that shit. I don't give a fuck. I seen a lot of people joking around like y'all over here not playing gunna shit, but still stepping in the name of love. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm like, bro, gunna gunna didn't create stuff in the name of love, or I believe I can fly. So I mean, niggas might not cut that shit off. They might... <laughs> but uh, bro, I, I will go ahead. Go ahead. No, nah. no, I was gonna say, bro. I'm a fan of the track. I definitely think gonna. Definitely think Gunn is obviously a talented dude. Like, I mean, it's obvious. Um, it was obvious before his time, you know, in that trial, and it's even ob more obvious now. 
I mean, granted, he he got he's sipping on that rat soup, bro. That shit crazy. Um, I will say that. Um, he's still a rat. He is still a rat. I don't Straight care what nobody says. Straight out the sewer. He he down there with what's his name from uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I can't remember the fucking <laughs> right. Master Splinter. Yeah. Master Splinter. <laughs> like, bro, he down there with Master Splinter and the fucking turtles. Uh, Mutant Ninja Turtles, bro. Like, I want to leave him in 2022, but I can't because he's dropping good music. If you drop good music, I could separate your past transgressions. Like, it's just how it's... And no, and this sounds super bad, bro. This sounds super bad. And I'm going to say it either way. But it's like, you when people tell like basketball players to shut up and dribble type shit, right? Like, don't be this like political, like, head, forefront, head, whatever. You know, whatever type of verbiage somebody wants to use. Bro, if somebody was pissing me off in the media and then they go out and ball for the team that I love to watch and they, they ball, they win a championship, they win some games. Bro, I'm going to fuck with them. I'm going to forget they, they had them past transgressions. I don't give a fuck. Exactly. Like, you think I get, you think I give a fuck that, that, that Draymond stomped on Sabonis? Nah, bro, he won the series. <laughs> like, even if like, he didn't win the back. series, I don't give a fuck about Sabonis. <laughs> yeah, I don't give a fuck about Sabonis. But, like, it's the same ideology, bro. Like, I could put past, like, I hate that he did that to Thug, because I know he did. Like, I don't care what he's trying to say, he didn't do it. But, I hate that he did that to Thug, because Thug is one of the best, like, one of the influ- most influential guys in the game. Yep. But it's like, bro, like, if you're going to take, you might just steal his fucking music while you're at it, bro. Hey, do that shit. Take that shit from him. Like, put that shit out. You should put out a Young Thug Gunna song, bro. Oh, my God. That'd be crazy. That'd be crazy. That's, and and a nigga had a nerve to lose hella weight, too. Like, he on some glow up here. Like, you didn't just rat, nigga. <laughs> you, can't, you can't be nah, coming bro. up here like you on some, like, he was, he on some fresh, oh, I'm so fresh and so clean, clean type shit out after he just ratted out. Bro. He was on that, he's on that Gucci, he's on that Gucci Mane type shit, bro. Gucci Mane came out, came out looking like a whole other nigga, bro. That's a, that's a fact. Bro had brand new teeth. He was got a six pack. He's ripped. He want that fat ass motherfucker like he was when he pulled up in, in the crib. So that's something I, I can't leave him in 2022. If his music was trash, I could. I definitely could. I definitely could. But if his music ain't trash, I'm gonna let y'all know you gotta give him a pass. I'm just saying, if his music ain't trash, you gotta give him a pass. No matter how much you hate him, y'all folks in Atlanta are way too loyal to niggas that are in jail, bro. There's a lot of dead niggas and a lot of niggas in jail that y'all be <laughs> it's y'all, way too loyal. <laughs> yo, y'all are way too loyal, bro. That's what that's gonna get y'all fucking killed and end y'all ass up in jail too. I'm a loyal motherfucker, but god dang, I'm not being loyal for a dude to been in jail for 15 fucking years, bro. Like, what the fuck are you supposed to do at that hey, point? Like, he might be a rat, but if you take that rat, skin it, pop it in a skillet, I bet it tastes good with some bread and butter. I, exactly. Hey, you exactly. saw what I did I'm, there, hey. Yes, 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 I did see that. I'm just saying, for the folks out there that are haters on Gunna, yes, he's a rat. I don't give a fuck. His music's good. I don't give a fuck. Fuck you if you, your opinion says that you, I don't listen because you're a rat. I don't care. Stop being loyal to people that are in jail or dead. I'm just, I, I can't, I can't fuck with it. I can't fuck with it, bro. I can't. So that's just my point, point in case there. I'm sorry, folks. Um, yeah. So, um, man, you know what? I'm a, we're going to hit a little black react. We won't make the we'll make our last segment, you know, a little bit more like wholesome, but, um, Let's hit a little bit black react right now, black man. Black react. So, 
Wait, so hold up. Go. Before we get in, before wait. All right. No, say the say that. Just go ahead and say the black react. Go ahead and get into it. Okay. Yeah. So the black react for this week, folks, and this might be you know. It is what it is, right? Um, so we, as, as 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 straight males, and there's nothing wrong with being straight or whatever the hell your orientation is, straight, I, you know, I don't know all the other ones, but gay, lesbian, et cetera, um, asexual, pansexual, you know, I could go, I could go to that list. Um, but this week's Black React is, what is the sexiest female body part? And, and- this might sound a little... Go ahead. Before we start, you know, we should probably we should both probably say one thing we love about women before we just get into a segment where we completely <laughs> objectify. <laughs> so, you know, I'm going to start. I love that women are naturally nurturing because I love to be nurtured. So, say that shit. Yeah. I knew you going to say that shit. You can say that shit since he was like 14, bro. You can say like 14. I swear to God. I swear to God, I knew he was going to say that shit. Oh, oh my God. I love that shit. Go ahead. I know. I know. I know. Um, I... I'm just joking. No, I, I love... I... No, no, it's a joke. I swear. Um, I love the fact that... Um, they under like they're a lot more understanding it's not necessarily the nurturing part but the uh, ability to understand um and like taking time to like be more i guess thoughtful about you your situation your feelings whatever the hell it may may not be that's what that's why moms are great it's even sisters i know you don't have a sister well you know you don't have a close sister uh, but like even sisters are great for that <laughs> i didn't mean to come throw you in the bus, bro I mean Damn, that. bro. All right, let's start objectifying mean... women, bro. Come on. <laughs> All right. All right. Do you want to go or you want me to go? Yeah, you run it all. Since you're right. throwing me under the bus and shit. My bad, bro. It just came <laughs> off the tongue, you know? Um, ew. Uh, <laughs> if I... If I had to really put it into perspective, and I don't want to base... Because we already... We kind of talked about this a little while ago. Like in terms of like body parts, and I was like, "Fuck," and I don't want to say that. God, it's we rough. talked about this before. Yeah, we've 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 we've. I think we went one night we spoke about it. We didn't talk about it like on the pod. We talked about it in private. Oh, oh, okay, but, gotcha, gotcha. Um, I mean, I hate the, you're probably you're probably gonna have to say the same thing, and I don't care if you say the same thing or not because it's it's just a damn fact at this point. I'm a legs man, bro. Fucking from the, I, yes, from the, sir. Desi from the bottom of my heart. <laughs> from the bottom of my heart, bro. Like I've always said this about women. Like women are beautiful inside and out. I I have a thousand percent respect for them. But like especially as I've gotten older, to understand how women's bodies are shaped and how they like everyone's got their own different look. That's just what it is. Genetics. We're you know working out whatever. Dude, a good set of legs is no, there's nothing like it. Like nothing a nice like set it. of calves. Thighs specifically like, for me. Well, thighs specifically, but I'm telling you the whole leg. Like, listen to me here. <laughs> when a girl wears, no, 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 no. When a girl, when a woman wears a nice pair of heels, like not them crazy like ratchet looking heels or nothing like that. Like just a nice set of heels, and it like accentuates their calves. Like, and then it just, it just, 
I don't know, bro. I don't know what it is. It's just a thing. And it just, it lines up so perfect and it makes so much sense to me. Cause I'm like, I could sit here and be like every other guy and be like, yeah, uh, sexiest part about a girl's body is her ass. And be like, yeah. But if, most of the time, I if you ain't got legs. I thought that's what you were going to say, to be honest. No, nah, if you ain't got legs, you ain't going to have an ass just to be respectful. Like, there's some, I mean, if you get a BBL, yeah. But like, I mean, that's different. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, that's true. I and I'm I'm the same way. I'm specifically, I guess you insinuated the calves. I'm I'm more thigh guy. I think that there's a bunch of different types out there that's just nice. I like a a thicker one, a toned one. You know, I mean, there's tan ones. There's not so tan ones. The only ones I don't like are you know the ones that just look like you know it doesn't look like a thigh. It looks like you got two calf muscles. <laughs> that's the only ones that i don't really be messing with or if like your skin looks like it's papery and don't look smooth like i don't know i got it's gotta be smooth you know what i'm saying but i'm definitely i'm definitely a thigh guy i thought you were gonna say ass thought we were thought we might have had a little back and forth on that one a little riff tiff you know but you know we're also two niggas though so if y'all over here expecting someone to say titties we ain't finna say that shit we ain't, we're grown. We're two grown ass men. We're not little boys. We're not over here obsessing over no tits. You know, we grown, sophisticated men that like some nice legs. You heard? Yeah, man. And honestly, the one thing is, is I will tell you this. I think it's harder to get nice legs than it is to grow a nice ass. And that's, in my personal opinion, that's a huge flex. That is a huge, 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 huge flex. For any woman out there that like it's that's like oh like what a guy's like this like i'm just telling you like that's what my personal opinion is like you can get an ass like but entail like i said if you got nice legs you're probably gonna have a decent ass just respectfully okay but for, are nice legs for you just toned because nice legs to me don't have to be like tone and i'm a big I, I do like i do like tonality but like it it, it really does depend it it really does depend because like there's there's a there's a line Cause like, I like them all. I like I like thicker thighs. I like tone. I don't. Thighs. I don't mind. I don't mind thicker. But I'm saying when I say when I mean thicker, because there's thicker thighs and or calves that are have some bit of definition. They don't have to be some crazy like male looking calf. Nothing like that. But like they, I can at least see that there's a calf. If you got a cankle, that's something I can't be messing with. Because respectfully, like it looks like your shin is attached to your damn knee. Like I can't be. <laughs> I can't be doing that. So got to make sure Sterling was the only one on screen when he out here talking about. <laughs> no, but I'm no. I like other than that. I mean, it is a tonality thing for me. But like at the end of the day, like it, it's it, it's a really genuinely dependent upon. I guess would be dependent upon the girl, just flat out. You know, like Facts. there's there's a lot of there's a lot of slim, like really really slim girls. And then, you know, they're pretty girls and they've got like nice legs and they're not like the super like, they're not like thick and they're not even like necessarily super toned, but they're just like nice. They're just nice. That That's, those are one of those situations where it's just kind of like, oh, doesn't really matter. Big facts. I'm right there with you, buddy. Yes, sir. I mean, we could, we could, I mean, I could see if this, I'm, I'm telling y'all folks, man, I'm trying to watch my own reputation to a some degree on this because I know in some point in my life, somebody's going to come back and listen to this and they're like, damn, that boy was wild, wild. Like, he won't even just wild. Like, I ain't got no problem giving my opinion to y'all. And I'm pretty flat out and straightforward. 
But I can't, like, objectifying a woman's already hard to be doing it on the internet point blank. Like, in just 2023, too. So, you know, we, yeah, like, we, we try to do it we gotta with watch our, uh, as much respect. That's why we give you a couple compliments. Yeah, we get, we'll give it, look, we got to do a class. We're classy men. Like, I think I'm a classy guy. I definitely think Michael is a classy guy. Like, we ain't about to just be, like, recklessly objecting women on the internet. Like, that, I mean, if you guys wanted that. Not while we're recording. Like, yeah, not while we're recording, bro. Like, come on, dog. Like, I, I got a mom. I got a mom and a little sister. I can't be just be like throwing that shit out there like that. Like, I ain't got no respect. But <laughs> aside from the point, aside from the point, we love we love our Black Reacts. I definitely want to continue to get more ideas from y'all folks. I'd love to see in the comments and uh, via YouTube. Love to hear your feedback. If you guys haven't followed our Instagram. Go and follow the Instagram so you guys can comment on our next post. Talk about maybe some things that you liked, what you didn't like. I'd love to, really, we'd love to hear your feedback. I'm being honest. Like, it makes it makes our day. Um, last thing I want to shout out here, or I don't want to say shout out, but uh, show some love and, and some respect. Um, so if you guys are familiar with the show Wild and Out, um, DC, DC Young Fly, excuse me, he was, uh, he was, married or was it was he married to her yes his that wife. was his wife yeah that was his wife so his wife passed away getting the um the mommy treatment surgery i guess it's called or yeah it's it it's a risky surgery but it's like it, you get a I'm, bunch I'm, of I'm, things done at once is from my understanding yeah and i know that dc young flies got the money to get her sent her to a good doctor um and they got money in general to send themselves to a good doctor, a good surgeon. And, you know, things happen like that. Those really small percentages, unfortunately, it happened to her and she passed away. Um, and then uh, also Tina Turner. And I'll actually let you talk about Tina Turner because I didn't actually look into this too much, even though I should have and should have known it even happened. Uh, I was a little bit off the grid uh, over the last weekend, as we you can tell. Great, great. Yeah. Um, I mean, I didn't look too much into the reason for the death. I mean, she's lived a long time, absolute icon. Uh, really just wanted to make sure that we show some respect, show some love, rest in peace to Tina Turner, a legend, rest in peace to uh, DC Youngfly's wife as well. Tragic way to go. Um, you know, I don't have too much to say other than that. You know, we just want to make sure we shout out the love, bring good spirits to the families, everyone involved, everyone close to the situation. I know that these are not easy times, so... Um, after dark is with you through these times and, you know, just showing some respect and some love. Yeah. And last thing before, before, uh, we kind of end it all out here, uh, we've genuinely enjoyed, we talk about, I mean, Mike and I, and even when, when Chad's on, we all, we talk before we get on these and, and record this stuff and put it together. And, you know, uh, I want to reiterate, like we're 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 three guys that we're really, I mean, we're best friends. Like we we genuinely speak a lot, and we are super happy and excited that this is this is you know become a part of our daily or our month or our weekly routines, and enjoy trying to entertain you guys to the best of our ability. And once again, want to continue to shout you guys out as well as supporters, listeners, uh, those that are watching on YouTube. Like I said, listen on any other uh, platform. Shout out my Samsung users. Um, and I want to let you guys know, like, it's it from the bottom of my heart, from the bottom of Mike's heart, even Chad as well, because he hasn't been here for a while. And he's in his life is his life, and I'm not going to be pressed on him. Uh, but uh, I got mad love for y'all folks. Y'all made this a lot of fun, and we're continuing to try to, like, 
find different ways to entertain you folks because uh, that's what we're here for. So uh, like, subscribe on YouTube, like, uh, follow on Spotify and all the other apps, uh, listening apps. Uh, really, we really appreciate it. And that support will definitely help us continue to put out more content and different on different ways uh, to entertain you guys, not just from the podcast point of view as well. So once again, just appreciate that. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I ditto. So I believe that's all we have for you tonight. So I'm going to go ahead and roll us out of here for the fellas out there listening. Listen, they only want a 1% man. When your shot at eat comes up to you and says, hey, baby, did you see Ashley got the new uh, Apple Vision Pros? And you over here looking like, hell no, who the fuck is Ashley? Because she over here wants some $3,500 goggles on her face. Look, my bruh. You're gonna just gonna have to quit your bitching and get your bread up so you can get your girl them goddamn vision pros. You hear me? Because when Christmas roll around, you're gonna be hurting, all right? But that's just what it's gonna be. For the ladies out there listening, listen, he don't love you. You gotta move on, sweetie. It's okay. It's okay. It happens. He won't the one. He he won't good for nothing. He won't good for nothing, girl. We both know. Don't worry about that shit. But <laughs> don't worry though, because you're still beautiful and powerful and will always love you it's the after dark podcast until next time